lover of, of all sports, even obscure sports. And so if darts is on TV, I'll watch it. But I don't have pay TV, so I can't watch darts, unfortunately. But victory is something to celebrate, isn't it? And what a celebration from that guy. He went nuts. He certainly liked to be a winner. But we all like to be winners. Have you ever celebrated like this guy? I remember trying to celebrate like this once, in my own way. I'd just scored a goal in soccer. It was a thumping header. And I only ever, I've only ever scored three goals in soccer. And so I thought I would do a post-goal celebration. And so I did the thing where I ran to the corner and I went on to my knees and s- to slide. But what happened? It went wrong. I just stopped because the ground was all bumpy. I didn't slide and I just fell onto my face. But not only that, not only that, my teammates didn't follow me either. They just turned around and walked back to halfway. And so I look like an absolute idiot. When was the last time you celebrated victory? Was it a grand final win? Winning some kind of race? Was it an achievement or a promotion at work or some kind of achievement at school? Was it winning a raffle? Maybe it was winning a game online or beating your brother or sister at Mario Kart or something like that. Everyone likes to be a winner. Victory is sweet. Winning is something to celebrate. But some opponents are more difficult than others, aren't they? There are some battles that are harder to win. And surely our greatest opponent is death. Death is our greatest enemy. It ruins everything. Now, what might help us to beat death? We all want to live forever. I've got some stuff here. Let's see what I've got in my bag. Oh, there we go. Anti-aging cream. Put a bit of that on. Will anti-aging cream help me beat death? Will it? No. No, it's not going to help. It might make my face look a bit better for a while, but that's about it. I'm still going to die. What else have I got? Maybe something else is in here that will help me beat death. Oh, look at that. Money. I could afford the best doctors in the world. I could have the best medical care possible. Will money help me beat death, though? No, I might live for a bit longer, but I'm still going to die. Maybe there's something else in here that'll help me beat death. Oh, these these are pretty heavy. Oh! Dumbbell weights. Fitness is good, isn't it? Fitness is good. Well, maybe pumping iron will help me to beat death. What do you think? Nah, it's not going to work. Even fit people die. Better put my... Uh, no, I'll just leave them out. Just leave them out. Death waits for us all, doesn't it? It doesn't matter who you are, whether you're rich or poor, successful or unsuccessful. You can be healthy or unhealthy, but one in one people die. One in one people die and there's nothing we can do. 
We can't beat death. Winning against death is impossible for us. And the Bible shows us that it's because of our sin. In Romans 5 verse 12, we see that sin came into the world through one man, Adam, and death through sin. And because of that, death came to all men. Because all sinned. Well, 1 Corinthians 15 verse 56 says something again. And I'm going to bring it up on the screen here. I want you to help me read it out. Help me figure out what it says. There it is. The something of something is sin. What could, what could that first word be there? Yell it out if you think you know what it is. Sting, that's right. The sting of death. That's right, well done. The sting of death is sin. Sin is death's weapon. Sin is what gives death victory. Our sin against God brings the punishment of death. You know, I used to think that sin was just doing bad things. But sin isn't just being naughty. It's way more serious than that. Sin says, God, I don't need you. I can do life without you. Sin is declaring war against God. God can't let that slide. And his punishment is death. Death that we can't beat. But there is good news. We can't beat death, but someone beats death for us. That's what today's big word that ends in shun resurrection is all about. That's what we're celebrating here today and that's what we can celebrate every day, every single day of our lives because Jesus beats death for us. After smashing sin by dying on the cross, that's what we celebrated on Good Friday, Jesus crushes death by coming alive again. Now, I've got a couple of things here. I'll just bring them up. If this is sin, this is what Jesus does to it. (laughs) Smashes it. If this is death, this is what Jesus does to it. Crushes it. Jesus' death is sin smashing. Jesus' resurrection is death crushing. Well, how do you know when you've won a game of chess? How do you know? Can someone tell me? Kyle? Sorry? I can't quite hear you. Yell it out. Checkmate. That's right. When you capture your opponent's king, when you get them checkmate, you've won your game of chess. How do you know when you've won a game of tug of war? Tug of war. This was one of my favourites as a kid. Joel? Yell it out. Break the rope. Not quite. You pull the other team. You pull the other team across a line in the middle and then you know that you've won. How do you know when you've won a game of soccer? Um, Have I got someone else? A girl over there? Yep. 
Yeah, if the time's up and, and you got the most goals, that's right. That's how you know you've won a game of soccer. Well, how do you know Jesus has won against death? Because he came back alive again. That's how you know Jesus won against death. Victory over death hangs on Jesus' resurrection. If Jesus is still dead, then he died just like everyone else, for his own sin. But if Jesus is alive, then his death was not for himself, but for others. Was Jesus raised from the dead, bodily, physically, You need to be able to answer that question. Not that you can go back and see it. Not that you can repeat it with an experiment in a science lab because you can't replicate the conditions. Science can't disprove or prove the resurrection. But does the evidence stack up? Is there good reason to believe this? Well, how do you explain the empty tomb? Oh, the body was stolen. Well, who stole the body? Was it the authorities, all they had to do was show the body and they would have shut up Christians forever. Well, was it his followers who stole it? Well, what did they have to gain? Only their own executions. How do you explain the appearances of Jesus? People seeing things? Hallucinations? But Paul says that he appeared to 500 people at once. Hallucinations? Come on. Individuals have hallucinations, not people en masse. The only explanation from the evidence that we have, from what we read about in John and other places in the Bible, was that Jesus was raised to life. And if he was raised, Jesus beats death. He has victory over death. But it's not just his own victory. It's a victory that he shares. It's a victory he shares with those who believe. Because he was raised, we too will be raised. Because he beat death, we too can beat death. Listen to how Paul describes this future resurrection that he talks about for for believers. We're looking at verse 54 on the screen, it's also in your vital info. 1 Corinthians 15 verse 54, when the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable and the mortal with immortality, then the saying that is written will come true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Bodies that don't last to bodies fit for eternity. Bodies that die to bodies that live forever. No need for anti-aging cream. No need for the best doctors. No need for dumbbell weights. I'm not going to throw those. Life forever in these kind of bodies with God. It's life as it was meant to be. I love that line at the end there. Death swallowed up in victory. Nope. Finished. Brought to an end. That's something to celebrate, isn't it? That's something to rejoice in. 
Now, one of my mates wrote a song to celebrate this, and these are some of the words from it. Is there a greater promise? Is there a greater hope than being raised to glory and forever calling heaven home? The one who was eternal ever by the Father's side was raised to rule in glory and bids us come and share his prize. If you're a Christian, if your trust is in Jesus, Jesus' victory is your victory. But this, is, this isn't just about life in the future. This victory impacts on life now. What's that impact? Is it wealth and health in this life, like some people who pose as Christians will tell you is up for grabs? No, that's not it. That's not what God promises. We'll continue to struggle in our weak and frail bodies until we're raised eternal with Christ. What impact does Christ's victory have on life now? Well, we sang about it before in one of our songs. No guilt in life. No fear in death. This is the power of Christ in me. From life's first cry to final breath, Jesus commands my destiny. Guilt is crippling. Death is awful. But with Jesus' sin-smashing death and his death-crushing life, you can be free from those oppressive powers. Do you know the forgiveness of Jesus? The forgiveness he offers for your sin? Do you know the peace of mind that that comes in the face of death with Jesus. In the face of death, it makes a massive difference to know where you're going and to know how you get there. For the Christian, death is the last step to something so much better, as we prayed about before. It's the last kick of the footy before the final siren. But we have a better victory song to sing than whatever the victory song is of the GWS Giants, I don't know what it is, or good old Collingwood Forever, not that you'll ever hear me singing that. We have a better victory song than Queen's classic, We Are The Champions, my friend. We'll keep on fighting to the end. With Jesus', resurrec- with Jesus death and resurrection, we can shout out with the Corinthians, Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? Where, O death, is your victory? Where, O death, is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law, but thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. But maybe you don't know the power of Christ. You couldn't sing those words honestly. Earlier, no guilt in life, and no fear in death. What's your hope in? What's your answer to death? Maybe you don't have a hope or answer. You just think that when you're dead, that's it. Or maybe you think you'll go to a better place, but you don't have any evidence to base it on. It's just wishful thinking. God's answer is a big word that ends in shun. That's God's answer to death. Resurrection. If this is where the evidence points, 
if what we read in John before is true, if Jesus really did rise from the dead, it's a game changer. We will rise and we will rise and when we rise, there will be judgment. But if you put your trust in Jesus, sin-smashing death for you, and if your hope is in his death-crushing resurrection for you, you escape judgment. And you have nothing, nothing to fear in death. His victory is your victory. His life is your life. Join with us celebrating resurrection today. But not just today. Every day. We all like to be winners. But the only way to win over death is with Jesus. Jesus beats death for us. That really is something to celebrate.